Good morning. It is the 29th of December. Um, I want to say about 36 degrees outside. Very rainy. Um, I'm walking with Mr. Jasper. Hello, Mr. Jasper. Uh, let's see. A lot of stuff from yesterday. Um, first off, you know the uh, the five minutes thing? Alright, I'm not saying the five minutes thing doesn't work. I think the five minutes thing does work. However, weekends suck. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're great for getting together with family and stuff. But as far as getting time to uh, do the five minutes here and there, really didn't work out. Um, and I think that's easier during the work week because you're paying attention to what time it is at different points. I mean, you're actually saying, I'm about to go to work. I'll take five minutes. I'm getting home from work. I'll take five minutes. Just finished dinner. Take five minutes, you know. And you know that these things are happening at specific times. And I don't know if it's just us, the way we live our lives, or what, but that really doesn't happen on the weekends. Uh, for instance, let's see, yesterday we got up early because we weren't sure how late the uh, banks were open. And so I got my thousand words. I got my uh, walking in. Oh, by the way, we're at about 48,000 words now. So, woot. Still well on track to, uh, I mean, let's say uh, 50 by the end of the month, easily. And then, uh, oh, let's see, 60, 70, 80 by the end of January. So, assuming that I just do the 1,000 words for January, we'll be at 80,000 words, which isn't quite where I want to be. I'd like to be at 90 or 100,000 words, but uh, but hey, if I get the five minutes thing working, you know, during the week, like I said, then what? Uh, we're at 50 now, plus 60 would be 110, assuming I could do 2K per day, uh, well within the range of being done by the beginning of February. So that would be cool. Anyway, um, got up, did my walk, did my writing, and then uh, we went to the bank. Uh, my mother sent us all very generous uh, checks uh, this year for Christmas. I think we're going to try going by Best Buy and see about getting some stuff that we've wanted for a while. I'm kind of tempted to take mine and put it into getting uh, Microsoft uh, software. I, I'm not kidding. Uh, I want to get the latest Windows and the latest Office just so that I can be prepared for publisher stuff. <coughs> I mean, it's a pretty significant 
outlay just for publishers, which is a pretty small part of my overall product. But, uh, <coughs> but it's been a very long time since I bought any Microsoft operating system, so I'm thinking I might need to. Anyway, uh, let's see. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tempted to do that, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure that's not what my mother had intended when she sent us a whole bunch of money. Say, so here, I want you to go buy software that you don't want. So anyway, whatever, we'll deal with those problems as they come up. I'm actually tempted to just wait until a publisher asks for it, and they're like, all right, fine, here. All right, I'll spend the money now. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, we got up, we, oh, we had to go to the bank, and, uh, walk the EP through, here's how you deposit money in your checking account, we've done it a couple of times, but you want to get the, uh, you want to get to where it's an easy process, so you don't have problems with it later in life. It doesn't, I remember when I was a kid, I had almost no financial training. No background idea of of what receipts were. It took me years to figure out why they gave us a piece of paper when we bought something. Um, had no financial training whatsoever. Uh, spent money as fast as it came in. That kind of thing. And uh, took a long time for me to figure that out. So, it's an important thing for us. We teach the EP how to budget. We give her an allowance, but she's investing a certain amount, saving it. She's also uh, giving a certain amount to charity, which I thought was cool. Um, I think she's into the saving the polar bears kind of thing. Myself, I'm more into local homeless stuff, but that's beside the point. Um, so yeah, we went to the bank. After we finished doing that, we were ready to walk out. And then Allie said, oh wait, weren't you supposed to come back here and get a new card? This is like the third new uh, card I've gotten from my credit union in the past ooh, four or five months. And, and yeah, that's basically just... It was because of the Target thing, even though I didn't use the card at Target. They just say it was within the range of numbers that were compromised. So they gave me a new card. Um, anyway, yeah, that was annoying because I could have been doing that while the EP was getting her, uh, her deposit, but I forgot. Anyway, so we got the uh, banking done. We went to uh, Target so we could get a birthday gift for uh, the EP. Not her birthday, but she was going to a party later on and uh, she needed to get a gift. So let's see, we did that. We Oh, let me tell you about the stockings. 
we had to, when we went to Target, we had to buy fruit for the stockings. Here's the deal. So we got these friends that uh, lost their jobs recently. And uh, they've been struggling a bit. Traffic has decided it doesn't want you to hear this story. Um, Alright, so they've been uh, struggling for a bit. And uh, they're good people. They've been making the most of what they've got. But they've got, you know, like four kids. And, I mean, that is rough. I mean, I'll complain about being in massive amounts of debt. But, man... The courage that it takes for them to do that is just amazing. And uh, Allie and I have wanted to help them out as much as we can. So we put together some money. Allie had some money coming in and uh, put that together. And the plan was, while we were visiting them, we were going to go to their Christmas stockings... and basically shove huge wads of cash into the Christmas stockings. This was our plan. It was pretty easy. I mean, I got the hands for it. All I need is a spare second when nobody's watching, and I'm good. I'm the guy they call when a kid loses a tooth. You want a tooth under the pillow traded for a $5 bill, I'm your guy. Nobody sees me coming. I'm ninja like that. So, so that was our plan. We're going to wait till there's a spare moment. And so, we went over to their house. And had a good time. Everybody was opening presents, all that kind of stuff, in the same room where the two stockings were. And I'm well aware that in my pockets I've got huge wads of cash that I'm trying to hide. And uh, so, I'm just waiting for a moment when everybody leaves the main living room. And there's two parents, four kids, and uh, the three of us. Um... Everybody is coming and going through that room all the time. And then just when they get to a lull, it looks like everybody's going to go and get something to eat. We get to that point where people are about to leave, and then somebody brings up, Hey, we got this air hockey table. Not for Christmas, this was just something was donated. Not donated to them, but donated to the church, and the church didn't want it, so they took it, kind of thing. Anyway, um... So they say, hey, we got this air hockey table. Let's put it together. And I'm like, oh, here? Let's, let's put it together in, in, this, in this room? Okay. So I figure we'll put the air hockey table together. They'll play it for a little bit. And then eventually people will all have to, I don't know, go to the bathroom or something. <sighs> so we put the air hockey table together. I'm like, well, this is cute. So that was fun. What are we going to do now? They said, let's have an air hockey tournament. 
And I'm like, really? Tournament? Okay. So, then we have an air hockey tournament. Nobody is leaving the room. So eventually, I basically tell Allie and the EP, look, go distract people, please. Get them out of the room. I need like five seconds with nobody in the room. EP has no idea what we're talking about. Okay, runs off. Starts calling the kids together, go play something. Allie's like, got it. And she's getting the adults. She's corralling them. I start walking over to the uh, wall where the stockings are hung. And uh, I'm just sort of sidling over. Kids keep running through as they go from kitchen to bedroom or bedroom to kitchen or den to whatever. And they're running back and forth and I'm like, ah, hi, how's it going? Nope, I'm just standing here looking at the art. Then there's that moment, that brief shining moment where everybody's gone. I spin, got a roll of cash in either hand. I mean, my hand's ducked into my pocket, round the cash, back out, into the stockings in one fluid motion. Doom, doom, doom. Turn back around, and there's one of their kids smiling up at me. Hell, Mr. Brand. And I'm like, well, hello, I'm caught. And then she goes dancing off into the other room. So yeah, I sort of figured the jig is up. Instead, she says nothing, not a word. I don't even know if she knew what I was doing. So, I figure we're good. We're gonna leave for the day. They were about to leave and go to Colorado. So, we figured they were going to take down the stockings in preparation for going to Colorado. And they were going to find all the cool stuff. And then we could play dumb. I don't know how I got there. And so we wait. We figure, all right, they didn't fig uh, they've already gone to Colorado. They didn't say a thing. Maybe they, uh, maybe, you know, it was, maybe it was light enough. Maybe the money didn't weigh it down very much, so they didn't check. So once they put it up, when they get to Colorado, then they'll find out. So we figure we'll wait until Christmas. We wait until Christmas. Nothing. Heard nothing from them. So we start asking. I, I get Allie to uh, text them saying, so you have a Merry Christmas? You get a lot of cool presents? Did you check the stockings? We didn't find out until later that they didn't bring down, oh, that was the funny thing. We were visiting their house almost daily checking in on their kittens. Never occurred to either of us to look on the wall and see if the stockings were still there, which of course 
They were. They were sitting there all through Christmas, unattended. So, after we realized that they had no idea what we were talking about, and we went looking and found that the stockings were still there, we had this horrible thought. What if they get home and they start packing up all of their Christmas things and they pack up this huge wad of money and then store it away until next year? So, uh, so we had to come up with a plan B. So, I came up with a bright idea of fruit. We were going to go and get fruit and candy, and we were going to stuff their stockings full of stuff. And then, in amongst the stuff, like in the middle, huge wads of cash. That cannot be missed, cannot be overlooked. This will work. So, we do this. We go and we get fruit. And we go back, very carefully packing the stockings, which are now too heavy to hang back up on the wall. But that's okay, because really I want them to stand out from the others. And now the EP is mad at me. Well, what did the kids get? No, 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 you don't understand. They've already had Christmas. This is not about Christmas. We're just filling the stockings. Well, why do the parents get things in their stockings, but the kids don't? That's not fair. Why don't they get some fruit? No. We need to get them looking in these two stockings. This is a misdirection play. You gotta understand me. But it's not fair. <sighs> so. Nonetheless, we got... We got the stockings filled with fruits and wrapped a huge wad of money around a banana. The subterfuge at this point is quite limited. Nobody's really fallen for it at this point. We're just at, at the point of saying like we don't want a huge wad of money just going away, get hidden so nobody knows about it. So, instead, we've got these huge stuffed stockings sitting on their sofa instead of hanging on their wall. They get home, and the parents are like, huh, well, that's odd, but, you know, we are unpacking everything right now, so we'll leave that for later. Of course, the kids, <laughs> kids don't leave anything for later. What's in the stockings? Well, I don't know. It looks like fruit. But what else is in there? Look, just leave it. All right, let mommy and daddy go through it. All right, sometime later. All right, you've got your stuff. This is not for you. This is for them. I want to see what's in there. No. Because in the back of my mind, I've got the picture of larcenous little hands figuring they don't need all this money. So we basically just bring the stockings in to them, have them open them, 
and then play like, I don't know, how did that get in there? Feeling like idiots. So yeah, that plan did not quite come off the way we had hoped. But it did eventually work out. Key thing was we managed to get people some money that they can use at a time when they need it. And that's that's the key thing. The rest was all a bunch of failed hand waving. And so that's the story of the stockings. So that was why when we went to Target, we had to get stockings. So then we went to the birthday party yesterday. And now remember, I'm still trying to find little five minute pockets of time when I can do my writing. I had this plan. See, I got my tablet and it's got Google Drive on it. And then I tested that I could open up a text file, which was titled Five Minutes, that I could um, write in on my tablet, even using the swipe keyboard. So I got a pretty good idea of how well I could edit on a tablet. And while it wasn't perfect, it was definitely good enough to write 200 words. Maybe not in five minutes, but I could write 200 words pretty quickly. So now I was mobile. I had my mobile solution. And uh, so I'm set, right? I could just walk around and every time my timer went off, I could take down my 200 words didn't have to be sitting in front of a computer. Perfect for the weekend. But I've told you the story of the stockings. And now that took up a good deal of our day. And then we uh, got home and uh, had to get ready for the EP's birthday party. At this point, we're at about noon. I have not written a single word. We're still running around getting stuff ready. So, we uh, get all that ready. And, um, I suppose the next thing we went to the party. I had my tablet, so I was all prepped to sit and edit while they were playing. But it turns out they didn't have enough people for two teams. They needed some parents to step in. I was ready, man. Because as it happens, I love laser tag. 
me and my ex-wife were actually going to open up our own laser tag business years ago. Back when we had lots of money, I was going to hire one of my friends as the manager, and we were going to do the money side and uh, open our own laser tag business. So, I know my way around smoke-filled black light room. So, uh, that was pretty fun. If you go looking for it, I actually put my Google Glass recording of a complete game of laser tag up online. And despite the fact that it looks like nothing more than a bunch of flashing green and blue lights, I mean, you can't make out people, anything. Doesn't even look like a first-person shooter. Despite that fact, it got more hits than most of the stuff I've posted. So that's kind of funny. Anyway, posted that video. Then uh, we said we had pizza and the, uh, then we went back in, did another round. Then we came back out, we had cake and everybody sang for it. And I thought I was being helpful. I took video of a little girl blowing out the candles and everybody singing. Wasn't until I got home that I found out. Okay, I can normally sing. I can, I swear. I have a decent singing voice. Not great, not operatic, but it's not bad. For some reason, right there, right then, I sounded so incredibly, terribly, horribly off-key. It sounded like mockery. It sounded like I was mocking them. And I had no idea. So now I've got this video of a little girl blowing her candles out, and I'm like trying to figure out some way that I can edit me out of it. So, uh, tips to uh, future glass explorers. If you're gonna record the uh, kids blowing out the candles, make sure you don't sing along. Or else, you know, listen to yourself while you're singing. If you're just singing as part of a group, it's very easy to just ah, nah, 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 and sound like an idiot. I speak from experience. So, there I was, singing like an idiot. We did the uh, laser tag thing twice. The kids somehow decided to get into an arm wrestling match with me. Three on one. I lost. Yeah, playing, doing an arm wrestling match against three kids is a lot more fair than it sounds. Anyway, I think it was a good time for everybody. All right, sit, stay, stay, Jasper. Good boy. 
Good boy, looking very majestic and wet. <sighs> okay, did I mention it's raining? <sighs> wet Dog by Fountain by Brand Gamblin. <sighs> so, So that was fun. But let me tell you something. One five hour energy is no match for two bouts of laser tag with a bunch of eight year olds. Anyway, there's one kid who got upset because in the first round, I was number one, and he wanted to be number one. And before you think that it's just me against a bunch of eight-year-olds, you know, I, I'm not like that. I'm not a jerk. I'm not that parent who goes bowling over other kids so that he can win. I'd like to say you can tell that from the video, but you really can't. I mean, in the video, you can't tell anything. But I was very careful, and... I was helping the small kids out and stuff like that. But I still got number one. And there was a tweener who was upset about that. So the second game in, I'm watching my rank all the time. And of course he's got it for me. Say that I make sure that my rank stays at two. Every time find some clutch of kids that are all gathered together like, ah, ha, we're going to get you. And I just gun them down. Every time I check to make sure I'm number two. And I got to tell you, that made the game a lot more difficult. It is harder to be number two deliberately than to give it your all and be number one. Either way, I played through the first one, and I had one big, and the mother had mentioned to me that her little boy was upset about it, so I threw the second game, hoping that, you know, he would be magnanimous in victory, and well, you put up a good show, all that kind of stuff. Nah. He was just as sullen as before. I think it's just a keen thing. But whatever. I tried. It's kind of funny because I mentioned that to the EP as a what-would-you-do kind of situation. We do that sometimes prepping for when actual problems, relationship issues come up for her. How would you handle the situation? Getting her to think about how would I handle the situation gets her ready for I'm actually handling the situation, you know? I'm actually in it. And while I know that as a kid, it always feels way too real, you, you can't just d distance yourself and think what's the best thing for everybody. You can't always do that, but I'm giving her the tools 
to, uh, to get to that point, to where she's ready. So that hopefully it'll make those problems a little more approachable. Give her a little bit of solace when it comes around. At the very least, it teaches her that problems are things you can work through. So, at least that's my hope. That's why we do these. So I asked her how you would handle that, you know? There's a kid, he's upset because he's not number one, and I'm like 40 years old. I don't care about whether I win or lose, so I throw the game his way. And man, the EP just had like six different reasons why that was a bad idea. She had, you know, if he was, if he was a good kid who understood how the world works, then he would accept that he wasn't the winner and he would try to do better. And she came up with, if you don't play your best, then he gets the wrong idea that he's actually better than he is. She came up with, he's gonna go around telling people that he's better than he is, and then someday he's gonna run into somebody who's better than you are, Bran, and he's gonna look silly because he thinks he's better than he is. She came up with, uh, if he's, if he is smart and stable, then he will know how to handle disappointment and learn that it's a constructive way to improve your game. I mean, she was giving me all of these reasons why I was doing him a disservice. Said that if it was her, she would feel insulted to know that not everybody was playing their best and she wouldn't even want the win. I mean, man, I just asked one question and she just went off for like 10 minutes on how it didn't affect her one way or the other, but she didn't think that was fair to him or to me or to them. I swear, at one point she said, suck it up, buttercup. So, yeah. Whoa, I just realized we got a, something on the lens. Oh, I just made it worse. Okay. Heavy rain gets in your Google Glass eye. Heavy rain gets in your glass eye. That sounds like a Pulp Fiction novel. Rain gets in your glass eye. Anyway, so yeah, I was very proud of her for that. The uh, Then we went home and I just fell asleep, man. I just passed out. I think I slept for like four hours. Well, our friends were coming back in from Colorado. 
and we knew that they'd been driving for days. So we were gonna do something nice for them. We ordered pizzas and we timed it so that the pizza would get there about the same time they did. But since we know that there's really no way of telling when they'll get in, we decided, all right, we will go to their house and wait to receive the pizza in case the pizza gets there before they do. So, we had the bank trip. Morning! We had the bank trip. We had going to Target. We had the uh, kid's birthday. I had a brief nap. And now here we are. It's 5 p.m. 4 or 5. No, no, it would have been like 8 by then. 8 o'clock. We're at their house. And it occurs to me, I have not done a single one of these five-minute writing things. Remember, I was going to do that while the kids were playing laser tag. So, whip out the tablet. Aha, I am prepared. Don't have Wi-Fi, but I don't care. My friends have Wi-Fi, but I never got it on my system, and I didn't know what the password was, and didn't matter. Because I set it up for offline access. I was prepared. Turn on, get to Google Drive, open up the file, everything's there. Yay. And I can't edit. Why 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 can I not edit? I have this set up for, for offline access. And it turns out offline access is read-only. When they say access, they mean you can read it. This was not made clear to me. So I had an hour. If I'd brought my laptop, I could have written another thousand words. I could have made up for all the five minutes that I'd missed. But I didn't. I had my my tablet. I didn't even have my phone because I'd forgotten to bring it in. So now don't get me wrong. I got a chance to sit 